Everyone, welcome into the Fence Bros Baseball Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Sylvester, and today we've got a mock draft episode with one of the greats in the industry. It's Ariel Cohen, 2019 FSWA Baseball Writer of the Year. He also created the ATC Projection System, which, Ariel, I believe you were number one again this year. Is that right? That's right. <laughs> All right, baby. So I'll, I'll be learning from you the whole podcast. Just don't take my guys. <laughs> uh, same here, Bobby. And thanks so much for having me on the show once again. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, Ariel, by the way, is also a writer at Fangraphs, CBS, Sportsline, Rotoballer, uh, just Tout Wars, Labor, NFBC. Uh, he's an actuary, which obviously makes sense with the uh, projection systems. You can give him a follow on Twitter if you don't already at ATCNY. I'm at Bobby Fantasy Pro, and Ariel, like I said, we are doing a, uh, a mock draft today. I've got the categories here. We're going, you know, standard five by five: runs, home runs, RBI, stolen bases, batting average, wins, saves, Ks, ERA, and WHIP. Uh, the positions: catcher, first base, second, short, third, corner infielder, middle infielder. We're just doing one catcher, by the way. Five outfielders, a utility spot, nine pitchers. So no starting pitcher, no relief pitcher. However you want to do it. Um, and then three bench spots. So now I'm going to click Start Draft. And by the way, you can watch on YouTube at youtube.com slash fantasypros. I'm wearing my uh, Nicaragua baseball jersey that my dad brought back from a mission trip. Uh, you can check out the draft and the draft board, everything. Follow along if you want at youtube.com slash fantasypros. So I'm clicking Start Draft right now. And it's going to randomize our draft order. And then we're going to have 90 seconds to make our pick, talk about each pick that's going on. It looks like I've got the 1-7. And I'm planning on drafting Juan Soto. Hopefully he's not sniped before me. But I like the 1-7 spot. 1-5, I'm comfortable with. 1-9 is where you're sitting, Ariel. Not my favorite spot. You know what? I don't mind the 9. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of taking the top 4. I'd rather get that ninth and come right back around and get a nice high second-round pick. So looking forward. And uh, we're only two picks away, so we might be sniping each other. That's right. That should be a lot of fun. It looks like uh, Betts is off the board, Garrett Cole. That means that Juan Soto is there. Uh, now, if you can see, if you're watching at youtube.com slash fantasy pros, I'm going to click this high drafted players button. Um, so now it's only going to show me guys who are available. Top recommended players, Francisco Lindor, 45% of experts agree that's who you should pick here. Um, so we've got like 40, 45 guys who list their rankings at fantasypros.com slash rankings. And uh, they're all competing for the accuracy contest. And Ariel won that, by the way. He won <laughs> the most accurate uh, rankings <laughs> expert last year. Um, but this will give us, you know, this powers our draft tools. 45% of experts say draft Lindor here. And I like that pick over Story, especially if Story's not going to be playing his home games and cores, right? Trey Turner is an interesting one. Jacob DeGrom, but I'm reaching all the way down to Juan Soto. He's the number six player on my big board. So I'm going to go ahead and grab him now. He was just 20 years old last season. He was every bit as good as Mookie Betts last year. He's only going to get better. I like Juan Soto. He's a young up-and-coming star. Got, you know, listen, he also steals, so he's also great for Roto as well. Um, okay, so you got him? I did. So it's your pick for two of them. Who are you looking at at 1-9 here? Okay, well, personally, you know, a lot of people go with the shortstops, Lindor, Story, Turner. I think the shortstop is quite deep this year. I don't feel the need to actually take a shortstop here. All things being equal, I'd rather take either the outfielder or uh, starting pitcher. I'm all the way at pick 9. Uh, Jacob deGrom sitting pretty there. I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm going to go Jacob DeGrom. And you know what? There's still going to be a great guy on the way back for me because I'm high in, up in round two. I'm going to go Jacob DeGrom here. If DeGrom wasn't there, would you have pulled the trigger on a shortstop? 
Probably. Uh, you know, once you get down to that, you'd have to jump to like Freeman or Arenado. I think I'd go with the Trevor Story over there or Lindor, someone who can give me a nice mix of uh, both uh, power and speed. So the top player on the board, at least uh, what the ECR expert consensus rankings is recommending, is Max Scherzer. Are you going back-to-back starting pitcher here, or are you going to go with someone like Freeman, Bragman, Jose Ramirez? Yeah, no, I'm definitely not taking another pitcher. I've got my ace, and I can sit pretty with the pitchers for quite a while here. Uh, is Nolan Arenado available? No, he just went, right? He's gone. Uh, yeah, you can scroll down, and you'll be able to see uh, everybody who's available. And if you click Hide Drafted Players, it'll show just who's available. Okay, so uh, I I think that uh, it's a question of between Freddie Freeman and Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez gives you the power-speed blend. Uh, Of of course, Jose Ramirez had that really cold first half, hot second half. Uh, Freddie Freeman, really, really solid here. Uh, There's also Alex Bregman available. I can go with him. Well, my ATC rankings actually have Freddie Freeman just a snitch ahead of everybody else. I'm going to go with Freddie Freeman over here. I love that you trust your projection model so much. And why not? Of course, it was extremely accurate. Probably helped you win leagues last year. But um, I love that you were a slave to your model. I'm a slave to data as well. And uh, absolutely love it. Hey, by the way, if you guys are watching this right now, we're listening to this, and you want to give the Draft Wizard a try, uh, it's our draft simulation software. It's just like this. Uh, we also have multi-user drafts, which is what Ariel and I are using because we're doing a draft together. Most of the time when you use Draft Wizard, you've probably just done it by yourself against 11 AI or however many teams you want to do. You can do an eight-team league, 10, 14, all the way up to 20. You can set your categories, your roster spots. You can customize it to your league. You can even import your league so you can practice for your draft from every draft position. It's free. It's super easy to use, and it's fun, too. It's going to grade us at the end. And uh, Ariel, I'm sorry to tell you this. You've won everything else. I'm going to beat you in this today. <laughs> you might. Uh, you never <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Max Scherzer is still sitting there. Uh, J.D. Martinez is still Ooh, on the board. i got to yeah. take him. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a big J.D. Martinez guy. I mean, let's look at what he's done the last couple of years, right? 307, 303, 330, 304. 45 homers, 43 homers, 36 homers. Last year was a down year, and he hit 304 with 36 homers, 100 runs, 105 RBIs. I'm taking him. Yeah. It's so important in the first couple of rounds to get high-floor players, players you know that you can count on, uh, and J.D. Martinez does exactly that. So I like taking you know, a Clayton Kershaw here in the third round a lot of times. Some people think that's a reach. He's super safe. I mean— He's not especially durable lately, but he's always going to get you 160 innings, you know, 3.0 ERA, whip right around one. He's going to get the wins because he pitches for the Dodgers. But with how many value pitchers there are now that the season's probably going to be short, and at least, I mean, it seems like they're only going to play, what, 120 games at most? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I'm going to wait on starting pitchers because there's a lot of guys that I like later. I would have taken Kershaw. I would usually think about reaching for Mondesi, but I love Xander Bogarts here, and I especially love Jordan Alvarez, the best hitter in baseball last year per plate appearance. He's only 22 years old. He has time to recover from the injury. I think he's going to be fine. I'm grabbing Jordan Alvarez in the third round here, so I've got Soto, Martinez, and Jordan to start my draft, and it's back to you at 3-9. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Jordan Alvarez is a DH. You should note that. Um, you know, there's utility slots. Don't worry about uh, about clogging your utility spot. When you're high up, you take the best player. So go, great great job with that. Uh, now, here, here I'm going to go 
with uh, something that I call replacement-level drafting. See, it's not just about taking the best player. It's also looking at the positions and seeing what drop in them uh, there is. Meaning, if I, if I, if I don't take... Uh, I, I'm looking at Ozzy Albies. If I don't take Ozzy Albies now at second base, I'm probably going to get somebody who's going to be, at best, an eighth, ninth rounder. I, I don't want to, to give up that much value in, in marginal positional value. If I, if I don't take an outfielder, there's going to be another outfielder available that is just as good the next round. So I don't feel that I have to do that. Uh, I'm going to go with Ozzy Albies because I can see a huge drop after him and Gleyber Torres. It really drops down. Ozzy Albies it is, and he comes up pretty high in my rankings anyways. Uh, let, let's plug this, the uh, middle infield with Ozzy. I like it. Uh, Ozzy Albies, last two seasons, 24 homers, 14 steals, 15 steals. He batted 295 last year. He's still a kid. 100 runs in back-to-back years. He's a superstar. This is a, it's a good pick. I've got, I haven't talked about Ozzy Albies on the podcast very much, but I have so many shares of Ozzy Albies, and the reason why is because it's what you talked about. Second base just isn't a great position. I feel like there's not much value where I like Keston Hira, but where he's being drafted, I don't want him. Whit Merrifield, I don't want him in where he's being drafted. DJ LeMahieu, no. Yon Mankata, overrated. I'm going to wait for Starling Castro. Everybody knows I'm getting Starling Castro in the 19th or 20th <laughs> round, but you know, if I don't get him, I want Albies as my second baseman. Now, it's back to you for 4-4. Uh, Vlad came off the clock. Xander Bogarts almost fell to you. Oh, George Springer picked right before you. That's who I was hoping for. Uh, who are you taking here? You know, that's a good question. Add Alberto Mondesi is still on the board. That might be a good uh, Don't way. do it to me. Don't do uh, it. <laughs> you know what? I, I usually don't reach for a guy like this, but uh, he, all those stolen bases uh, available. Yeah. And you know what? In a shortened season, I think he'll, he, he'll have even more of a tendency to just sweep him up, and they'll be worth even so much more. I don't think I need a pitcher here because uh, I got DeGrum. I can wait a little bit more, and I got my first baseman, Freeman. I think I'm going to go and plug up the whole middle infield Adalberto Mondesi oh man I'm so jealous right now I gotta find another source for steals maybe I'll be grabbing uh, Jonathan VR here in a couple rounds but I talked about uh, Clayton Kershaw last round he's still available so I'm gonna take him uh, other top options Cattell Marte Anthony Rizzo I think that's kind of a reach uh, I'm probably going to get Manny Machado. I'm expecting on the way back around. If not, maybe Aloy Jimenez, his teammate. So let's go ahead with Clayton Kershaw here and see what falls to me in round five. I feel really confident about Oh, there goes Machado. Uh, Jonathan VR off the board. Giancarlo oh. Staten off the board. All my guys are being taken. Although Charlie Morton is still there. How about that? I like Morton. I think I might have to do this with the shortened season. He was so good last year. He was so dang good. And in a shortened season, he doesn't have to last the entire season, right? So uh, he – and uh, you know what? I, I like his mechanics. He reminds me of Roy Halladay. I think he'll last, and he's a good uh, 10K per nine kind of player. Yeah, go for it. I don't draft much of um, Charlie Morton. However, at this stage, I probably don't need to reach for Marcus Simeon yet. Everyone knows I love Marcus Simeon. Uh, I like Paul Goldschmidt here. I'm looking at Pick Predictor, by the way, if you're watching on YouTube – dot com slash fantasy pros this is a screen that shows the likelihood that a player is going to be picked before your next selection so i'm gonna miss out on alloy but i've already got two outfielders that's fine i'm gonna go ahead and grab charlie morton probably the first time i've done this on uh on the podcast grabbing charlie morton but i got clayton kershaw and morton soto jd martinez jordan alvarez and now it is to ariel at pick five nine don't take my guy again you've already got freeman <laughs> albies mondesi and degrom who's your fifth player you're taking 
All right. Well, first of all, I want to point out that I'm very glad that I did take Mondesi because right after went Whit Merrifield, went after Villar. So I prefer, I vastly prefer uh, Mondesi to those two. And if they're going right after me, it means I did it good. Uh, my next guy, who I'm high on because, especially because of a shortened season, Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he might have faced an innings cap. Maybe he didn't. He wouldn't be able to go his max. Oh, in a shortened season, he's just going to go and chug and chug and chug. Because of the shortened season, uh, my ATC projections have pushed Paddock way, way up there. He's, uh, you know, a third rounder, and I'm going to get him in the fifth round. Wow. I'm very glad Chris Paddock fell to me. Here we go. That's nice. All right. And it's back to you for pick number six. Uh, before you start, though, I want to just tell you guys um, the the multi-user draft is now available on Draft Wizards Mock Draft Lobby, so you can check it out. And, you know, even though the season's been pushed back, I don't know when your drafts are happening. It's never too early to just get some practice mock drafts in. Plus, I know you guys are all bored. Like, this is super fun. Compete against your friends on the multi-user draft, and please check out the Mock Draft Lobby and our draft simulation software. All right. Who are you picking in round six? All right. Well, now that I've got uh, two pitchers in DeGrum and Paddock, I'm pretty secure. I can wait a little bit. Now I'm looking at this guy named Matt Olson for a big power. I got my speed. Matt Olson, uh, not much better I can do. He's pretty close to Pete Alonzo, I think, in, in power. And there's going to be a big drop after Olson to the next guys like LeMahieu and Josh Bell. Matt Olson, my guy. Matt Olson is a nice pick at this stage, okay? Uh, so it's coming to me at 6'6". is the 66th overall pick. This is probably where I got to take Marcus Simeon if I want him, and I don't have a middle infielder yet. Uh, Eddie Rosario range, Marcelo Zuna range. I like both those guys. You Darvish. I would think about drafting Tyler Glass now here, but I'm going to cross my fingers and hope he's there next round. I'm going to take Simeon, and then I'm going to really be upset if uh, Tyler Glass now does not drop because you guys know he's he's like my number one pitching target this year. Uh, so Simeon it is, who was the top, I mean, he was one of the best five players in baseball last year, right? You've got Trout, Yelich, Bellinger. Simeon was right in that conversation for best players in baseball. Yeah, he's underrated this year again. He's always underrated. I mean, last year he was a 12th round player. Uh, still in the seventh round, that, that's pretty good. Uh, sixth, seventh round pretty good. I'm looking. Glass now was taken at 6'10". Come on! Ooh. Who's this guy that keeps sniping me? You got rid of Victor Robles is available to you. Ma- major steals. And I have a friend who uh, ha- who's friends with uh, somebody who is friends with Victor Robles. I got three friends in a row. But they, <laughs> they say that Victor Robles wants to steal 40 bases this year, and I believe it. So Ooh, if you want man. speed, it's not a bad play. It's interesting. That's really interesting. I'm looking right now. Corey Kluber... I could probably wait another round unless you take him, and if you do, that's fine. I've already got you know several starting pitchers. I don't mind Josh Bell in this range whatsoever. He was great. I think I got to take Robles though. I need the steals. You're right, Luis Robert too. Maybe I'll get those guys back to back Robles and Robert. Unless you're taking him, I mean, go ahead if no, you want no, to. No, but... no, no. And uh, please tip your cap to uh, what you're doing to me. You can let me know. That would be very nice of you. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm taking my boy. Uh, you mentioned him last round, Eddie Rosario. This yeah. is a guy who can be, I think he can be a first-round player. You know, in a shortened season, Mike Trout isn't as valuable as you might think because if Mike Trout has a bad month, I mean, he's awesome and he'll get there, but he only has three months to correct himself. Trout is a good play for a long term. But anybody can jump up from the fifth round, the sixth round. If they have a hot month, that'll carry them the whole year. Eddie Rosario has all five tools. He could steal, although the Twins don't much. He's got tons of power. He's got... 
batting average. He's going to knock in a zillion runs on the Twins. I need an outfielder. He's the top outfielder available. I love him. It's a slam dunk for me, Eddie Rosario. Everyone's looking at it. Well, first of all, he keeps getting better every single year, even when you think he can't anymore. And then you look at his stats last year, and you're like, whoa, 32 homers, 109 RBIs. Guys, he did that missing 30 games. Yeah. All right, so it's back to you at 8-4. Let's see who was taken. Nobody that I especially care about, so I'm pretty excited. Well, Rosario was somebody that I would have considered. I'm pretty excited about what's going to be available to me, so who are you going with now? I'm thinking about taking a hitter. I'm thinking about taking an outfielder because I'm a little bit short on that. There are a number of first basemen I like later, so I'll skip that. Um, But there is a really good closer in Roberto Osuna available now. Um, I might think of just banking this nice one in the eighth round, which is not too early for one of the top closers. And Osuna, he's going to be the guy. I I have full confidence he's going to be the guy all year. So that's a very key thing. In this shortened season, managers might want to, if a guy has a bad outing, you can pull him from the closer role. I think Osuna is really safe. I like him at the right spot. I'm going Osuna. I was just looking at the relief pitcher stats from last year. Uh, He was awesome. Again, he always is. Did you see what Liam Hendricks did? He had 50 more strikeouts. His ERA was one full run lower. Wow. Yeah. And he's probably I, not going to hang on to the job all year because it's No, and, and, and Hendricks, uh, <laughs> I, I don't really believe in Hendricks. I think he was very lucky. Um, his, his strand rate was, was ridiculous. His BABIP was ridiculous. I uh, don't believe in him. You know, the, here's a fun, fun stat. The Oakland Athletics in the last five years in a row have each had a different opening day uh, closer every single year. So they, they, there's so much change in the Oakland Athletics I wouldn't buy in in a short season. All right. I'm looking at what's available to me right now. Uh, Josh Bell, I talked about him. Oh, Luis Roberts there. I have to take Ooh. him. Everybody knows I'm going to take him. And uh, Corey Kluber, this is the round where you got to take him if you want him. Hopefully he's there for me next round because I really want Corey Kluber in the ninth, but can't guarantee it. So here we go. Luis Robert, and let's see if the, the guy who took glass now also takes Kluber from me. I'm probably drafting against my own rankings. They're probably like coded in here and taking <laughs> all my guys. All right, let's see here. Corey Kluber goes off the board ah, at the turn. Out, Bummer. Now, this is the stage in the draft. I don't know about you, Ariel, but there's not a ton of value I like. I feel like you're always reaching for somebody that is probably going to go two or three rounds later. But in the ninth, tenth round, I don't want Ben Benintendi. I don't want Zach Wheeler, Kenley Jansen, Edwin Diaz, Brad Hand, Oscar Mercado. I feel like all these guys are going higher than they should go. So I'm going to reach a couple rounds and just take my guy. I'm not exactly sure who it is. Quite yet, though, because there's a lot of guys that I like in that next tier. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, I'm a, I'm a fan. David Price, I like. Danny Santana, that's probably who I'm going to end up taking. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I'm just going to do it now. Let's get it out of the way. I'm taking Danny Santana. Okay, okay. It was yeah. so good. In a plate appearance for plate appearance last year, he was a top 10 fantasy baseball player. I mean, he, he played 130 games. With 28 homers, 21 steals, batted 283, 81 runs, 81 RBIs over a full season. Now, obviously, he's not going to keep that up over a full year, but over a full season, that's a top 10 player in baseball. He plays every freaking position, too. I'm going to plug him in. Uh, let's see, at second base right now, what are you going with here in round nine? And first of all, what do you think about Danny Santana? Because I haven't had anyone else really say that they love him. 
Yeah, uh, I think that what he did last year in terms of the power-speed combo is repeatable. Uh, I definitely think that he's a 15-15 threat, maybe not as much as he did last year, but uh, that's very valuable in this round. The batting average, I don't believe. Uh, he's probably going to hit 30 points lower. But uh, 30 points lower with 15-15, that's still really, really uh, valuable at this stage of the game. So uh, good, good job with that. On to my pick. Um, I'm going to go with a homer here. I do need some outfielders, and I think this guy is very underrated for power. Michael Conforto. Um, Michael Conforto, to me, he's he's at the 35 home run level, right? He, he, he came very close to that or did that last year. I think he's got a little bit of another level left in him. I think he's closer to the 40 range, uh, and he's not a batting average liability. The Mets are going to be a great offense uh, this year. Um, I'm going to go Conforto and shore up my outfield. I like the Mets this year. And it's a real bummer that Syndergaard got hurt because I thought they're going to surprise some people. Like, you've got the Braves there. You've got the Phillies there. They're going to compete. I think the Mets are really going to compete. Yeah, yeah. And the Nationals, obviously. They won the World Series. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this guy, I was thinking about him last round. I'm thinking of two guys, either Ben Intendi or Mike Moustakis. I do Moustakis need Moustakis is like Conforto all over again, but at second and third base. Yeah, he fits my team because I got the speed. He qualifies both at third and second base, I believe. The other guy I'm looking at is Ben Intendi, who's also got the power speed blend. My rankings show them pretty equal, and because I already have Adalberto Mondesi and Azzy Albis, I'm going to go and just pound the power. I'm going to go Mike Moustakis, throw him at third base. Yeah, that, that that's my choice here. Cool. I like the Mike Moustakis pick a lot. I would have liked to make it myself, but there's a couple other guys <laughs> that, you know, that I would like to get as well, so I definitely don't mind you picking him. I'm thinking about getting my first closer here with Brad Hand, Ooh. who was excellent last year. Uh, I really like Ken Giles as well. I'm having a hard time deciding between the two, but really what it comes down to is I think it's likely that I will be able to get Ken Giles next round. So I'm going to go with Brad Hand now, okay. and hopefully Ken Giles the following round. Uh, so you're going to double-double. And Ken Giles is there for me. Let's go ahead and so grab far. him. Nick Anderson already taken. How about that? Wow. No, I prefer Giles to Anderson. Do you really? Okay. Yes. Uh, Giles is the guy. I mean, uh, there's nobody else in Toronto. Yeah, I Nick, guess you're right. Nick Anderson, and, there's a chance he's definitely he's not. Tampa Bay, they they can they can throw a different reliever every day. Remember the 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 uh, short season. There's the starters are not going to go as long. There's going to be using a lot of clo uh, relievers. Uh, I don't see the Tampa Bay saying we well, must have a traditional closer. Uh, just from the risk aspect, Giles vastly preferred to Anderson. I'd stay away from Anderson actually this year. I'm actually going to do something. I'm going to pivot here. Because I still don't have a third baseman and Justin Turner sitting out there staring at me. So okay. I'm going to go Justin Turner and uh, and increase my batting average a fair amount. Okay. All right, back to you at 11-9. We're now at the 129th pick overall. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's another guy. I am looking at two choices here in the outfield. Uh, Franmil Reyes and Oscar Mercado. Franmil Reyes, so undervalued. This guy is... He's basically Chris Davis in waiting. Better uh, batting average, though, I think. Right. Chris Davis... I was about to say that. Chris Davis with a better batting average. People were taking Chris Davis fourth, fifth round last year. This guy qualifies in the outfield. I, I'm, I have the stolen bases. I'm going to go power, power, power. Franmil Reyes. Is that one of the guys who's, who I'm sniping for you, by the way? Oh, yeah. You know I love Franmil Reyes. <laughs> I, the thing is, I already have so many outfielders that I was yeah. like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I would have liked to have him. And that's why I waited a little bit on the outfield because it's so deep here. Uh, ooh, Oscar Mercado is still available. Hmm. 
I, now I have a lot of outfielders. I have my middle infield pretty filled up. I don't need to go there, so I might do another outfielder. Or is there another pitcher? Top pitchers, Kyle Hendricks, David Price, Robbie Ray. Uh, David Price. Oh, man. David Price. You know what? The injury scares me a little bit, but he is going to the National League. Maybe. Maybe he's going to the Grapefruit League. Maybe he's going to the Grapefruit League. (laughs) Do I want to pick up a pitcher at this stage? Yeah, you know what? Uh, There'll be outfielders available. I'm going to go David Price. Yeah, love it. Then now I don't have to pick David Price, and I really wanted to. It was really tempting, (laughs) but I got— Oh, Oscar McConaughey just went between us. Look at that. All right, good. I'm taking uh, I'm taking Hector Neris for sure. Okay. Ooh, Julio Urias might be gone next round. I love Lorenzo Cain. If I needed an outfielder, man, I'd be grabbing Lorenzo Cain in a heartbeat. Now's the time to start thinking about taking one of those last-tier catchers, Salvador Perez, Wilson Ramos. There's a lot of guys I like in this round. This is why you do auction drafts, right? I mean, snake drafts are really fun, but auction drafts, you can build the exact team you want. If you want, you know, like me, four guys from round four, and four guys from round 15, you can do that if you want, you know? Yeah, and, and again, as I said earlier, um, because of the shortened season, there's a lower chance that the best guys are going to be the best guys because, you know, there's less of the games. It, 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 we're talking basic probability. It's uh, the law of large numbers, Smaller right? sample size, sure. So if you, if you are doing an auction, don't spend money at the top. Just get a lot of middle players. Can't do that in the draft, though, as you mentioned. Yeah, I think that that's perfectly fair. Um, hey, by the way, guys, we've got a contest going on. It's a giveaway. We're giving away a signed Fernando Tatis Jr. bat. You can check it out at fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. Basically, all we need you to do is uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, leave an honest review, then take a screenshot and send it to us at contest at fantasypros.com. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to select one lucky listener to give away this signed Fernando Tatis bat to. Again, you can check out the details at fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. I should have been on the screen so that I could have, uh, you know, just grabbed Neris and we could get moving. That made it seamless. Sorry, guys. So now we're waiting for the draft to restart. We've got 14 seconds. Uh, so let's see here. I've got the next two picks. So I'm just going to talk about what I want to fall after Neris. Uh, you took David Price. So I want uh, Julio Urias. And if I don't get him, probably Kenta Maeda. Uh, let's see if there's anybody else. Jorge Polanco is still out there. I might have Ooh. to take him if he falls. Elvis Andrews for the steals. I might do Elvis Andrews now. Oh, man. Ooh. Because Elvis Andrews is stupid durable. He's never hurt. Six of the last seven seasons, he has at least 24 steals. Always bats 270. Yeah, I, I have a lot of shares of Elvis Andrews right now, but Jorge Polanco, to me, is the better player on that Dynamite Twins team. Hoping maybe he'll fall to me. You never know. I don't know if he... I don't think he probably will. It says 82% chance he's picked before my next pick. What I'm going to do... Is I'm gonna take ne- no, I'm not gonna take Neris. Pick predictor says he's probably gonna be there. I'm gonna trust it, and I'm gonna go get my guy. I'm gonna go get Elvis Andrews. Okay. Or right. do I want Rosario? I'm at Rosario. A lot of. Steel. I want Andrews. I, I, I want Andrews. Okay. Sorry about that. I couldn't make up my mind. Okay. Let's see who's taken here. Uh, Edmund off the board. Rosario. There goes Neris. Dang. All right. Well, Polanco is still there. Ah. Ooh. <laughs> well, you just got Andrew, so you don't need him. Leave him for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not take him. I'm not going to take him. Don't worry. Uh, Urias is still there. I, I got to pull the trigger right now. Okay. No doubt about it. And this is another guy. Shortened season. Innings limit won't matter. Inning for inning, he's going to be one of the best. I think 20 starting pitchers in baseball, and you're getting him around starting pitcher 35 or 40. Oh, oh no way. <laughs> just went. Uh, he was going to be my next pick. 
Uh, yeah. All right. Well, now that he's off the board, there is one shortstop I am eyeing, although he's a little bit lower in the list. And like I said, it's so deep shortstop. So I'm going to wait on shortstop. Uh, and I have my corner infield already, but Edwin Encarnacion is still on the board. And he's a. Nice... You are definitely going to lead this league in power. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, if, again, this is replacement level drafting. You just look and see whether you like the player or not. It doesn't matter. If there's a big drop in your rankings from one guy all the way to the next guy, it means you're giving up a lot of value. I don't want to pass up a lot of value. I want to end up with the most value on my team. So uh, I do need the slot. I, 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 I'll put him in the utility, and it's a great value. I don't want to throw him away. Edwin Encarnacion. I like it. Man, there's so many picks I want. J.D. Davis is out there. Salvador Perez, Wilson Ramos, Lorenzo Cain. We got McCullers. I still need a couple of closers. Gavin Lux is out there. Scott Kingery. And somebody okay. else. Kenta Mieda. He was Oh, Lourdes Goriel. That's the one that I wanted. He was taken. Oh, oh man. That one hurts. That smarts. Ooh. Did you well, know? Did you see how good Gurriel was after he got called up last year? Yeah, he he's a guy that I saved for uh, sort of a little bit later in draft. Surprised he was taken now, but uh, hey, uh, he's a good pick. Now I'm thinking of taking a pitcher, although I don't like the next bunch of pitchers that come up, and now the values blend. I really love this guy, and he's actually listed now as the number two guy on the board right now at shortstop, Paul DeYoung. I I got sniped by Andrea Lamont both in labor and in tout wars on him. I'm not letting you snipe me or anybody else snipe me here. I'm going <laughs> Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung is is a 30 homer shortstop guy. He he also nine steals. Yeah, he, he, he's going to be double-digit steals. His batting average isn't going to kill you these days. I can't see anything wrong. He's the guy. Paul DeYoung it is for me. He was so unlucky in the batting average department last year. He had 97 runs scored, too. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. Uh, run production, RBI's runs, very underrated in fantasy in 5x5. Five five. People just say, look for power, look for speed. Uh, you need guys who also knock and run, so don't mock that. I already mentioned it. 14th round is the most difficult round for me every freaking time. I've got six guys that I'm trying to decide between, and usually it's like one or two or I know exactly who I want. If I don't take Perez or Ramos, do they make it back to me in round 15? I, I'm fine with either, but if both are taken, I don't love my team. I feel like I might need to take one now, but Lorenzo Kane's going to be gone. Hey, this would have been Kyle Tucker range. Everyone knows I would have taken Kyle Tucker, but with a shortened season... He's going to go from playing, I think, 80% of the season to maybe 50% of the season just because Dusty Baker's his manager and it's the shortened season. So 160 games, you know, turns into 100 games. And what does that change? So I'm going to avoid Tucker. I might have to go Kane because I still need some steals. He's so dang good and reliable. Top outfielder on the board for sure. I'm going to do that and then probably take a catcher on the way back around. Yeah. I would do that because there are a couple of catchers who are similar. Perez, Ramos, uh, Carson Kelly is even an intriguing option. Yeah, there goes Gavin Lux. That's okay. It's one. Kingery didn't mind missing out on. Okay, good. I got my catchers. Oh, there you go. See? Kyle Tucker's still there. McCullers is probably going to be there next round. I need some closers. I'm probably going to have to go closer back-to-back if I want some closers after this. So I'm going to go ahead and take my guy, Salvador Perez. Or do I want Ramos? Let me compare the two here. So if I need power, I need Perez. If I need batting average, it's Ramos. Let's look at strengths and weaknesses. It's a tab here. Oh, man, I'm not looking good for power. I got to go with Salvador Perez. Okay. All right, on to you in uh, round 15. 
Okay, so here's another trick uh, that I'm going to pull because of the shortened season. Uh, there's a guy named Herman Marquez of the Rockies here. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yes, I should have picked him like 10 rounds yeah. ago. <laughs> now, and normally he would be playing in Colorado, and that would add one full run to his ERA. His home road splits were ungodly different. Literally, it was like about a one and a one and a half run difference. If there is a season, we hope we are hoping that there is, it's probably going to be in Arizona for the Rockies, which uh, is uh, hitter-friendly, but not like Colorado. I mean, if he's pitching in the same ballpark as everyone, though, is he a top-five pitcher in the National League? I don't know about top-five, but he's horribly undervalued here in the 15th round. Uh, I'm not going to let that value slip. Here we go. Sure. All right. Whoa, man, that is uh, that's a good pick. Yeah, thank you. Okay, I was uh, I was almost gonna take a closer uh, next round. There are two closers that are available: uh, Jose Leclerc, Keone Kayla. Those are my guys. Yep. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna take one of them now. Uh, the question is who? Um, I like Kayla's stuff better than Leclerc. Leclerc may have a little bit more job security. Listen, he has a three-year contract. Year two, it'll be. Oof. Let's see what ATC ranks, right? Uh, we have Leclerc, Kayla ranked. Ooh, a good notches, a good couple of notches above Leclerc. Let's trust ATC. I agree. Go Keona Kayla over Leclerc. Yep, he's definitely the closer I've been getting a ton of shares of. Now I'm going to do the same thing. I'm taking a closer here, and my other guy was the one you were considering, Jose Leclerc. He's got good stuff as well. I mean, he's not Keone Kella, who was one of the best relief pitchers in baseball in the second half last year, but I'm going to go ahead and get my guy now and hope I can get Giovanni Gallegos on the way back around. You think he's you think he's the closer in St. Louis, right? Um, In a shortened season, they might try Carlos Martinez more in the starting role because they can. And remember, um, the only I, w- I worry less about Carlos Martinez. I worry uh, more about um, the closer coming back. Uh, Jordan Hicks, sure. Yeah, Jordan Hicks is going to be back in a couple months. Yeah, so I worry Ooh. more about Hicks in the end of the year. He's risky, Gallegos. He's risky. All right, J.D. Davis is still out there. I might need to take him if he falls. But it's also Lance McCullers' time. Uh, Gallegos is still there. But I got to take McCullers. I can't go. Is he going to fall? Oh, man, this is a difficult decision. I only have two closers right now, and it gets ugly really quick. Let me check this tab here, Zeal Projections. I'm going to sort by relief pitchers only. Let's see the top saves guys on the board. Joe Jimenez, Brandon Kinsler, Mark Melanson, Tony Watson. I can get some saves later. Hunter Harvey, I like that one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get my guy Lance McCullers. Okay, yeah. Ec- excellent pick. Who is taken in between us? <laughs> Yasiel Puig, okay. Uh, currently a free agent. Okay, so I'm going to trust my instinct on ATC here, and I'm going to do another guy who's helped by the shortened season, Alex Verdugo. High upside, 280 batting average I think is possible, 20 to 25 homers possible. He's going to be on a great lineup and ballpark, not going from the National League to Boston. Alex Verdugo, he's the top guy in the outfield left, and according to my ATC projections, and my ATC projections are adjusted for the shortened season. Uh, you can actually find those on CBS Sportsline. I'm going to go Verdugo. I like that pick a lot. Um, I don't need any outfielder, so I wasn't really considering him. At this point, you know, it's if I need an outfielder, I'm getting Avisail Garcia, and if not, well, I'm just going to pass on all these guys like Verdugo, who I would love to have, but there's just not enough outfield spots. All right, round 18, who are you going with this time? couple of pitchers coming up that I like. 
And then there's the outfielder. Now there's there's going to be outfielders available. I only need one, so I'm I'm gonna again with my replacement level drafting strategy. I'll wait because uh, some of them are are uh, I'm 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 eyeing McCutcheon. McCutcheon uh, though, who, who knows what you're gonna get out of him? I'm gonna go with the pitcher here. Uh, I really like this guy. Another shortened season guy. Jose Urquidy, and I'll tell you why he's worth it more. Um, he was going to be on on a, an innings limit. Um, now that he's not going to be on an innings limit because it's a short season, he's going to pick pitch all of his starts. He's not even the fifth starter in Houston. He's the fourth starter. Very high upside. He breathes through the minors. Jose Urquidy is my guy. I, I love him here, even if it wasn't a shortened season. Man, McCutcheon would have been a great pick, too. All those runs scored. Yeah, he's still available to you. I might have to do it. Um, let me see here. Gallegos is gone. Okay, so that's one guy crossed off that I don't have to take. I do need more pitching, however. And Luke Weaver is still out there. I'm a big fan of Luke Weaver. John Gray is still out there. Another Colorado guy. Yeah. Big strikeout guy. Yeah. Yep. Enticing. I got to go John Gray. I mean, if he's not pitching in Colorado, he was amazing last year. Um, Let's see here. Hunter Harvey's not going to go for a long time. That's the last closer I want. He's still out there. He'll be out there a long time, probably, unless unless you take him from me. Do you nah. think he's going to be the closer over Givens? Yeah, I, I, if I had to bet, sure. But Baltimore stinks, so it's it's not a it's it, it, the answer is yes, but it's not worth all that much. Sure, sure. I still need a first baseman. Eric Hosmer sitting out there. Daniel Murphy, C.J. Crone. I like all those guys. I'm fine with which, with whichever one drops to me. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Avisel Garcia is still out there. I think I got to do it, guys. Oh, it's Avisel time? Yeah, it is. I'm 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 not going to take any chance that I miss out on him. That would be so off-brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your pick for two. Ooh, there's a bunch of outfielders. Let's see, you got Ryan Braun, who seems interesting. Oh, you know what? If they go to all DH, like if they're playing in the Grapefruit League and the Cactus League, and everyone has a DH, he's playing every day. Yes, he is. I, I like that. I'm eyeing him. Um, let's see. Willie Calhoun available? No. He's gone, yeah. Otherwise, I would have grabbed him. All right. So I'm I'm actually going to go with uh, Brian Anderson of Miami. Now, there's not going to be uh, uh, games played in Miami Ballpark, which is good for the pitchers, bad for the hitters. It'll probably be in Slugfest, uh, Arizona. Brian Anderson also qualifies both in the infield and outfield, so with a short bench here, worth taking. Uh, as you can flip him back and forth, I think he's quite undervalued. He's a good 275 hitter. I'm going to go Brian Anderson to fill out my outfield. Now, I could either go to my bench or I can start or can fill up the rest of my pitchers or take a catcher. Ryan Braun's still out there. I'll be digging to my bench first. I don't want to leave him out there. Uh, he's just so valuable here. Let's go Ryan Braun, and then I'll go back to my starting roster after. I like it a lot. If Daniel Murphy's there, I'm going to grab him. Yeah, let's get that 290 batting average now. Hopefully he hangs on to the job. I have no idea what the Rockies are going to do. Hopefully he stays healthy for the full season. But if he does, I think this has a chance to be a very good value. Um, moving on to round 21, I've got a couple starting pitchers I've got my eye on. They're all still there. Hunter Harvey's still there. The other first basemen I'm considering are there, Eric Hosmer. 
I like Nomar Mazzara, but I've already got enough outfielders. I like Hosmer. I think you should go for him. Hosmer is another guy, just like Paul DeYoung, who gets his value from his run production. And again, he's not going to be in San Diego. He'll be in a better park. I think Hosmer is a good pick if you need the slot. You know, I do need a corner infielder still, so I'm going to go Hosmer now, and uh, hopefully my starting pitchers make it back to me. Cross my fingers. Okay. Oh, Chris Archer's got an eye. I hate Chris Archer. Oh, really? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. He He's a guy who is, uh, uh, you know, you talk about command versus stuff. He's got the stuff. He's got no command. Uh, and in baseball today, the command is more important than stuff. That's why guys like Kyle Hendricks are very valuable. Chris Archer is just a, a, a ticket for four and a half to five and a half ERA. So don't do that. I want to point out that I don't need a, ca- I'm sorry, I need a catcher, but nobody else needs a catcher. So I'm going to just wait until my very last pick to pick a, a guy, and I'll probably get the guy who I want because nobody's doubling up on catcher, right? So I'm going to go for a pitcher now. I can go Michael Givens for the closer. Not much not much in there. I can go Daniel Hudson and try that, or we can go for a starter. Brendan McKay seems very interesting. Oh, love that pick if you go that way. Yeah. Um, I, I take him out of the pitcher, of course, not as a hitter. Uh, Brendan McKay is somebody who was great in the minors, did had had a miserable time first up in in the uh, majors, but uh, uber valuable. Um, I, I like him. Uh, let's go, Brendan McKay. Was he the best pitcher in the minor leagues last year? Him or Mackenzie Gore, probably. Yeah, something like that. So I I have confidence in him long term, uh, and I, I think uh, it'll be sooner than you think. All right, here we go. Um, oh no, I thought my guy was taken. He wasn't. I'm safe. I'm uh, safe. Who was that? Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Oh, yeah, another short-season guy that, that gets value. Uh, I do need a pitcher. You know what? I, I just like his stuff, and uh, I think relief pitchers are going to be more prevalent in baseball now because uh, starters are not not going to go. Let's say, let's say they have a, a, a spring training. It's going to be a two-week spring training. Pitchers are not going to go the full the full uh, uh, six, seven innings right away. So you're going to need a lot of middle starters. There's nobody better here in the board than Ross Stripling. Ross Stripling's stuff per, per <laughs> inning is, is fantastic. Fantastic. I'm going It's to the guy him. I put on my board like four rounds ago. Waiting uh, for a nice pick. You know what I'm going to do? I don't know if this is actually getting back at you, but I feel like it is because it's such a good pick. I'm getting back at you by picking AJ Puck, baby. Ooh. Another guy who's not going to have an innings limit, but man, he's got some dynamite potential. So let's go ahead and grab him. And I'll probably take Rich Hill on the way back around. I'm not exactly sure yet. Yanni Chirinos is out there too, though. Garrett Richards is another one I should have been considering. I don't know why I wasn't thinking about him. Uh, he was just taken. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's see here. Do I want... We've only got three bench spots. Do I want three hitters? I, I tend to like to do that. I like having at least a pitcher. Yeah, there's Rich Hill. Rich Hill is available, yep. Chirinos, Hunter Harvey's still out there. Is there any slots that you need here? Uh, just a one pitcher and two bench. So okay. I'm gonna go ahead and get my guy Rich Hill right now. Okay, good, good pick. I was gonna take him next. If, if oh, were you okay? Well, yeah. sorry about that. Nah, no, nah, no, nah, that, that, that's quite all right. That's what you get for taking Ross Stripling. I'll trade you Rich Hill for Ross Stripling. Because <laughs> uh, what if Ross Stripling makes the Dodgers rotation? Then you've got a great pitcher. Um, yeah, and well, Rich Hill will be in the Twins rotation. So uh, there you go. Now down to oh look, uh, people doubled up on catchers. Look at that. Uh, that really? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just shooting yourself in the foot, right? There's no need. There's no need in a three bench league to take more than one catcher. All right, I, I know I have uh, the hitters here, but there's a guy that I just uh, I have to take. Uh, it's going to be one of my bench slots, a hitter, Renato Nunez. 
Sure. Renato Nunez, uh, I wrote an article after. He's the next Chris Davis. He's a guy who has um, 40% hard contact rate, 40% medium hard contact rate. Uh, uh, He's got uh, 40 home run potential. Now, he won't be playing in Baltimore, but Arizona's pretty good. Yeah, I like Renato Nunez in this spot. Let's go with him. What do you think about Wade Davis coming out of course? I, I don't trust Wade Davis to hold up. I don't think it's a cores issue. I just think it's a him issue. Okay. You know what? At this stage of the game, it's really late. It's not a bad idea to give it a shot, uh, but um, I, I don't love him. Sure. All right, and who are you going with here in the 24th round? We've got two more picks each. Okay. Um, I need a catcher. I need a bench spot. Uh, again, I'm going to wait on the catcher. Uh, I could use another closer. Now, I, I can also think about Scott Oberg, who might be the closer in Colorado. Oh, he was great last year. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about him, I can also do Michael Givens to try that. I could try Daniel Hudson of Washington. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to try this guy. I'm dropping way, way down for him, but he was the Korean baseball's Saw Young Award winner equivalent and MVP awesome equivalent. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Josh Lindblom. Uh, he's going to be in the rotation. He's not going to be in Miller's Park this year, so his numbers are going to be better. I, I have high hopes for him. He's like uh, Colby Lewis. He's the same guy as Colby Lewis, uh, but he was an MVP. So let's go Josh Limbo. I like that call a lot. Let's see here. I'm looking for another power bat on my bench. There's quite a few guys out there that fit the bill. Jonathan Scope, backup middle infielder. Not going to kill you on batting average. Going to get plenty of runs, home runs. Good power, yep. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and grab him as my backup middle infielder. And then on to the 25th round where I figure out if I want to go for that third closer how much that's really going to help me, or if I want to go with another bench bat, which is what I usually do. I might even just go Ryan Presley. Uh, I was considering him also. I mean, he's got great stuff, and I said relief pitcher is going to be more prominent this year. Very reliable middle reliever. I I like him. Let's see here. He he would help me out a little bit in the ratio department. Uh, Not going to move me up in Ks. Not going to move me up enough in saves. Man, this is very difficult. I'm just going to get another hitter because that's what I do. Okay. Tyler O'Neill is very likely going to be playing every single day. Robinson Cano is still available. Any interest? Robinson Cano is available, is he? Yeah, he is. Corey Dickerson's out there. Justin Smoke is going to be playing every day probably. Miguel Andujar uh, might be a nice rebound candidate. I'm going Corey Dickerson. All right, and that is the rest of my team. Now you've got one more pick, and then we're going to get our draft grades in. Okay. Usually I feel very good about winning these things. I always get a 98, Uh 99, 100. I think I can get low 90s this time. All right, so I uh, waited for catcher, and apparently there was six teams who took a second catcher, a bunch of <laughs> bunch of knuckleheads. Uh, but I don't know why they do that. Uh, but I like this guy. He's very underrated. Everyone was taking him as a number one catcher last year. He had a terrible first half, got a little bit better. Uh, but Danny Jansen, uh, the Blue Jays are oh under- sure, yeah, Blue Jays are underrated um, in terms of uh, their hitting. Their hitting is much better. They got Gurriel, and and they they got tons of good players, young talent coming up. Um, I think that he's going to, I'm not going to say break out, but I think he's going to come into his own. And we're talking about my last pick here. Uh, Let's go with the upside of Danny Jansen. All right, so make your pick, and we're going to get our draft grades here in just a moment. I got a 90 out of 100, A-. minus. I got a 95 out of 100. Oh, you beat me. First person beat you this season. We got a baby. (laughs) Wow. Yep, I'm first place. Uh, There's Team 10 in second, and you're in third place. Uh, Still pretty solid team yeah so you've got the number uh tied for the number two pitching staff i've got the number seven pitching staff 
I've got the number four offense. You've got the number six offense. So let's look at details by category. I'm going to go to all drafted players, team totals. So I've got first in runs, first in RBIs, third in homers, third in steals and average. Really good offense. The pitching is to be, you know, not, not great. Eighth in wins, seventh in saves, ninth in Ks, fourth in ERA, ninth in whip. Probably should have taken a pitcher in the last round. Not sure how much that would have helped me. Uh, Ariel, let's run down yours really quick. Uh, in runs, you've got middle of the pack, first in homers, second in RBIs, as expected. Um, stolen bases, you're towards the end. If you could have picked mm. up another 15 steals, you would have been in the top five. Yeah. Uh, you still got first, though, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Batting average, you're a little bit lower, obviously, because you sold out for power, but that's, right. you know, you're trading one category for two categories. Right. Um, in pitching staff, you're right in the middle in wins, saves, Ks. Your ERA is number two, and your whip is number one. Yeah. So why don't you read down your team to me? I got Danny Jansen as my catcher. I got my first base, Freddie Freeman. Third base, Mike Moustakis. Corner, Matt Olson. That's pretty solid. Second base, Ozzy Albies. Adalberto Mondesi at shortstop. And my middle infielder, Paul DeYoung. A lot of power uh, right there. Eddie Rosario as my number one outfielder. Conforto. Fran Mil Reyes. Alex Verdugo and Ryan Braun fills out my outfield with Edwin Encarnacion as my uh, utility. I'll do the bench last, but the pitchers, I've got Jacob DeGrom, Chris Paddock, Roberto Osuna as my top closer, David Price, Herman Marquez, Keone Kayla as my next closer, Jose Urquidy, Brendan McKay, Ross Stripling, and my bench is Brian Anderson, Renato Nunez, and KBO's Josh Lindblom. I love it. That's a good, very good team. I was jealous of a lot of your picks. I got Salvador Perez, Daniel Murphy, Danny Santana, Marcus Simeon, Justin Turner, Eric Hosmer. That's like the all-batting average infield. Elvis Andrews, Juan Soto, J.D. Martinez, Jordan Alvarez, Victor Robles, Luis Robert, Lorenzo Cain, Avisel Garcia, Corey Dickerson, Jonathan Scope, and then at pitchers, I've got Kershaw, Morton, Julio Urias, Lance McCullers, John Gray, A.J. Puck, and Rich Hill. And I've only got two closers, Brad Hand and Jose Leclerc, which killed me. Ariel, congratulations. You <laughs> took down the championship, baby. Yeah. Well, it's definitely what I look forward to all week. Uh, so thank you uh, for, uh, for competing. <laughs> now, this is a lot of fun, really. Thank you so much, Bobby. And I hope everyone uh, listening uh, got something out of it. It's a couple of good tips and strategy and some tricks. And uh, enjoy the experience with us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Ariel, always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for taking the time. Thanks so much, Bobby. You can give him a follow on Twitter at ATCNY. I'm at Bobby Fantasy Pro. And don't forget to sign up for our signed Fernando Tatis Jr. baseball bat giveaway that, we're ha that we have going on at fantasypros.com slash MLB contest. And uh, compete against your friends. Have some fun on our multi-user draft function using the Draft Wizard. For Ariel Cohen, I'm Bobby Sylvester. Thanks for listening and watching. And enjoy your baseball.